Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Number two, Iowa falls victim to a Purdue upset in its first game after beating Penn State. ESPN's College Game Day crew addresses Iowa's booing of injured Penn State players. Fixing the running game is high on the list of the Lions' second half adjustments to make. And Penn State's latest bowl projections include a trip to the Peach Bowl. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live. We'll tackle those headlines coming up on the Blue White Breakdown. Iowa didn't make it far with the number two national ranking it earned with a win over Penn State. The Hawkeyes fell flat on their home turf Saturday in a 24-7 loss to previously unranked Purdue. That loss was Iowa's first of the season, and it burst the bubble of a team that many national analysts believe was due to come back to earth. Purdue did it behind the right arm of quarterback Aiden O'Connell, who threw for 375 yards and two touchdowns. But the story of this game was really the heroics of star wide receiver David Bell, who delivered a steady string of crushing blows to this Iowa's defense. Bell caught 11 passes for 240 yards and a touchdown on the day, which gives him 37 catches for 558 yards and five touchdowns in just three career games against Iowa. Hawkeyes coach Kirk Ferentz said the Boilermakers outdid his team in every category, and he saw the Hawkeyes simply didn't get it done. That outcome was one that many national analysts thought could be coming as they wondered last week if Iowa was overrated as the number two team in the country. Iowa has thrived the season by forcing turnovers and waves and by knocking opposing quarterbacks out in four of its first six games. But Purdue got creative and coach Jeff Brown led this team to a win over Iowa for the fourth time in five tries. The Hawkeyes looked ripe for an upset loss and Penn State fans were right there with Purdue celebrating that Iowa defeat. Iowa fans and coaches claimed last week that Penn State players were faking injuries in last week's 23-20 win by the Hawkeyes. Fans at Kinnick Stadium united in a chorus of boos every time a Nittany Lion went down to the turf and held up play. They happened with enough frequency that fans booed loudly and suggested they were a strategy to slow down the Iowa offense. The only issues with that were the strategy made very little sense against a slow-moving Iowa team, and Penn State's defense was worlds better than the Hawkeyes' offense was. Iowa's Kirk Ferentz and Penn State's James Franklin both weighed in on the issue in the days following the game, and the entire injury saga became national college football news. That continued on ESPN's College Game Day set on Saturday with Desmond Howard, Kirk Herbstreet, and David Pollack. Howard indicated that Iowa's coaches might have allowed themselves to be too heavily influenced by their home crowd. Herbstreet acknowledged that faking injuries is a real strategy used by coaches, and he added later that it's tough to interpret when an injured player returns a couple plays later. Pollock said he could take it or leave it with the fans booing, but he said antics by Iowa's coaches hit him different because they shouldn't be there to quote trash talk kids. Many Penn State fans would agree coming out of that 23-20 loss. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana 
and let our confidence become yours. Penn Live's Bob Flounder saved the most obvious of Penn State's big fixes for last in a piece previewing the second half of the season. Issue number one, he said, is to find a fix for the Lions' struggling ground game. Penn State is averaging just 3.7 yards per carry through six games, and the issues there are spread across all involved. James Franklin and his coaching staff have an opportunity with the bye week to assess all those parts and maybe make some changes. For the Lions to accomplish their goals, those changes need to happen. Another big objective coming out of Iowa is to take time and make backup quarterback Taquan Roberson more comfortable in the field. Sean Clifford left that Iowa game early, and Roberson struggled in relief. Penn State has two weeks now to get him up to speed in the event that he is needed again. Flounders also advocates for the Lions to give tight end Theo Johnson more looks in the passing game, and he believes more big bodies need to get involved along a depleted defensive line. Penn State will go into the second half of its season without Captain P.J. Mustafer at tackle. The Lions are also down defensive ends Adisa Isaac and defensive tackle Hakeem Beeman, which is testing the depth of a unit that has exceeded all expectations so far in 2021. Those four fixes from Flounders could go a long way toward Penn State getting back on track and still contending for a Big Ten title. With Iowa's loss to Purdue on Saturday, another Big Ten team jumped up to take the Hawkeye spot in early college football playoff projections. That Big Ten team was Ohio State and not Penn State in updated bowl projections from Jerry Palm of CBS Sports. Palm projects the Buckeyes to be the number three seed in the playoff, alongside number one Georgia, number two Oklahoma, and number four Cincinnati. Defending national champion Alabama also lurks just outside those projections and should crack the field easily if it does win the SEC. Michigan and Oklahoma are also currently unbeaten, and Iowa and Oregon likely can't be ruled out of the playoff just yet. For Penn State, projections at this point take into account the presence of three more losable games on the second half schedule. The Lions have to travel to Columbus for an October 30th matchup with number 5 Ohio State. They also take on number 6 Michigan and number 7 Michigan State. The assumption from national analysts at this point is that Penn State will lose at least one of those three games. Palm is forecasting the Lions right now to land in the Peach Bowl. Meanwhile, the Buckeyes are playing better and looking like themselves again after a sluggish start to the year. If the Lions can go into Ohio Stadium and win that matchup on the 30th, college football playoff projections should change in a big way. Thanks for tuning in to the Blue White Breakdown. It's available right here on Penn Live. You can also find it on Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to follow, like, subscribe, and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it, and get all the latest from us at penlive.com slash Football. You can also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live signing off until the next Blue White Breakdown. <laughs>